AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trap nerds, trap nerds, real niggas like you never heard. We in this piece. Welcome, 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 welcome to another exciting episode of the Trap Nerds Podcast. Hey y'all, what's up? How you guys doing this week, Dre? Uh, I've been pretty lit, lit, <laughs> lit. I've been pretty lit since Halloween. Not gonna lie. Uh, but randomly, cause I haven't been smoking. So all right, funny shit. I went sober for a week. I didn't know I, I, apparently I didn't have to. So for the record, y'all know I've had some randomly high-ranking jobs in my life. Never took a drug test ever. Never. So shit kind of fucked me up a little bit. So the wood plant down here hired me back type shit as like a supervisor and shit. But then they walked in and was like, so here go this slip, go take a drug test. And I'm like, ooh, bring it back ASAP. So I'm gonna see y'all Wednesday. We need it back as soon as possible. So I'm going to see y'all Wednesday, right? It's, then one of the supervisors that was there when I left, he walked in like, I told him like, so I got to take a drug test. And he was like, so I'm going to see you next week then. And I was like, oh, shit, he already know I still smoke weed. Damn, that's wild. I said, Wednesday, this nigga said just come next week. So I actually got to do that Monday. Let's see how that goes. Ooh. Uh, I finally started back catching up on everything and shit like TV-wise. Fucked around, watched Goosebumps all the way through. That is actually a good show on Disney Plus. Like, it's pretty cool how they did that. It's like it ain't better than Fifth Street, but nah, it's kind of it is. It's slightly up there with Fifth Street. I can say that. Is that the new it's one like, or the old one? The new one, Tyshi. It's like a season. It's like they kind of put most of the like they made a lot of the books just one crazy ass nigga type mm-hmm. shit in a house. 
the way they did it kind of all molded together. It was nice how they did it. So it's like, I will actually, you know, watch season two of that whenever it dropped. Because that shit was wild. It was like Slappy came at the end. You know, the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, that, that, that episode had me in a chokehold when I was a kid. Yeah, he came back. It was like one of them, the dummy is wilding. And he been wilding for like any nigga that actually find this nigga, you're fucked a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, it's a great show. I actually, I, I was like thoroughly just like I was sitting here. Me and my homeboy was up three in the morning. We finished that bitch. It was like, damn, I'm drunk. You drunk? We just gotta see this through right now, type shit. <laughs> so other than that, uh, I've been sober as hell, you know, because I thought I had. Oh yeah, so back to the drug test. Apparently, it was it was it's for like meth and cocaine and shit. It's not for weed. So I haven't been smoking for no. I I just took a break for no reason. So you took a break from meth and cocaine? No, from no, bitch. Wait, what? No, meth <laughs> and or cocaine? Just, <laughs> from weed, <jump>. nigga. From <laughs> weed. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. Then they called. Then I got a call yesterday, and he was like, "Bro, why you ain't about the drug test back?" And he was like, "Bro, I'm cleaning my system." And he was like, "It's not for weed." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, damn, I could have been working." <laughs> yes. Taken, taken some offense. I mean, like, wait. So, so you told me to come back next week. You think I do math? <laughs> right. It's, it's kind of like, damn, what happened to Jersey? I think I do. So yeah. But other than that, I've just been chilling. Oh, yeah, I, I did the Dead Island. Well, I, I start on that in the show. But, yeah, I've been playing Dead Island 2 again and shit. It was zombie games all month for October. Then the DLC dropped on the 2nd of November, which was weird to me. But I guess. <clears throat> Tony, how's your week? My week has been pretty chill. I took some of this week off uh and it was nice it was nice to finally relax for a little while catch up on some gaming and uh jedi survivor still runs like shit on the pc uh <laughs> is it playthroughable it's it is playable now but it still runs like shit i'm not gonna give them a pass just because you can get through the game now <laughs> is the story like from what you've been playing story wise is it, it is it worth getting yes 100 percent Okay, cool, cool. And I got uh, a list of shit I got to get when I finally get paid again. Started playing Seven Days to Die, old game, but they keep oh, updating shit. it. That's been really fun again. Been really fun to just dip back into it after a long time because they've they've made a lot of changes because it is an old ass game. But I ain't played that bitch just so long. But I used to look. I played that. Was, that was a PS4 heavy hitter. Oh yeah, and that the console versions are getting updated too soon. They finally. The the de- yeah the developer finally got their rights back for console publishing. Oh, for real? This was the yeah, because the shit, the crazy cool. shit, the crazy shit was uh, I think it was Telltale that was like publishing for them, yeah. and when they went out of business, Ooh. they fire sold like all of their IPs, including Seven Days, and Seven Days got bought by some random dude just in the middle of nowhere. Ain't do and shit he, with it, and did not do a thing with it, and just held on to it. <laughs> That's what's up. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, go to him. DJ, man, I might have to hop back on that bitch because, bro, I used to be on that bitch heavy. Just that damn blood moon shit get real. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's, and it's it's crazy now on the seventh day, too, especially with all the new zombies and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I, check that <laughs> I heard a little story that uh, the new COD DLC only has four hours of campaign. Hey, I've heard that, but I don't want to say nothing yet. And nobody is happy with it. Like, there's actually a compilation of reactions of people getting pissed off. They're like, because it ended so fast. 
and I'm I'm assuming I haven't played it yet, but uh, from what it sounds like, is there's no resolution to the story, so it really does feel like a DLC. I wonder how they did no Russians in this day and age. Wouldn't that have already happened already? Nah, they stopped it right before it was gonna happen. Cause you know, well, nah, it did happen already. Matter of fact, because you know, no Russians is a flashback kind of. Yeah. That mission was a flashback, if I am mistaken. Uh, BlizzCon happened this week, or j- yesterday was the first day of BlizzCon, and a lot of stuff for World of Warcraft got announced, and I'm there for it. I'm just, I'm there for all of it. <laughs> it's going to have me in a chokehold again. <laughs> you John Wick right now? Yeah. You John Wizard? <laughs> yep. So I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good week for me. It's been a good... Oh, uh, and Freyrim. The anime I've, I've recommended a few times now, which got a message about that. They thanked me for it, so that was nice. But uh, it, it popped off. Yeah, well, and it popped off you. this week. That's been my week. Well, this week I uh, I found a new treasure in my life to watch. Uh, I've been watching American. Now I've been watching American Downton Abbey, uh, the Gilded Age on HBO Max. <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's you have you ever seen Downton Abbey? Yeah, some. It's like it's like that, but in America, in like the eighteen hundreds, right after the Civil War in New York City. Oh, <laughs> right after okay. Civil War, yeah. It's uh, it's talking about like a uh, society and stuff like that. It's just like down there is a, a society piece. She was fucked up then. <laughs> yeah, so that that's been interesting, and I just been sitting here waiting to see my boy Aaron, uh, see how it concludes. Oh yeah, Aaron Yeager. Wait for that today, man. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Just Aaron Yeager was right. <laughs> I'll just be waiting because I am going to be. I am going to be apologetic for his war crimes. So I'm just going <laughs> to let everybody know. I'm be making a whole bunch of people mad. Twitter people be mad when you when you uh, defend Aaron, bro. They be extra mad, bro. Bro, I just do that at times <laughs> and let people troll me. <laughs> it's uh, going to be a K-pop band, uh, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready, bro. That's what I'm ready for. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Gear today is interesting. If you like me and uh, you like some drama every once in a while, watch the Gear today, bro. It's nice. Hey, it's, it's, it's interesting. We're uh, watching 19, 20 year olds worrying about getting married and stuff. That's wild. It's wild that it used to be like that back in the day. <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, it was yeah, even that to go to the mines. Yeah, or die. Now this is or die. No, this is by rich people, so they wasn't worried about that. Oh, this oh this yeah. this just an old aristocrat high up ass. Yeah, they went to society. academies and shit. Yeah, once you come of age, you gotta have that ball thing to let everybody know you're ready to date and stuff. Talking about them kind of people. I'm so joked out. That was really a thing. Yep. <laughs> I was just with you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I was breathe I was inhaling when you did that shit. <laughs> Oh, well, no. My week was good. I, I didn't do much of anything this week. Just been chiller. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing going on. Nothing going on in, in Wonderful Life of Xavier. You didn't uh, do no comedy shit? No. Uh-uh. I hadn't booked anything yet. Uh, you walked your dog? Yeah, he, he walked. You know, I, I kind of, he, he learned some tricks. He learned a couple tricks now, you know. He do he know how to do taxes? Not yet. I'm working on it. Failure! I got to actually know how to do math to teach him how to do that. Uh, I started writing a book. I don't want to give away what it is about yet, but it's an adventure book. But you don't want to tell us what it is about, that's it? It's not just yet. an adventure book? Yeah, it's about adventure. Time travel. No, not time travel. The, the, adventure of, the Adventures of Deep Ellum. I already know what this is about. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> no, the Adventures of Harry Hines. If you know, you know. If you know, you oh. know. <laughs> oh man, they've been going in on the little trap. They've been going in on the toots on Harry Hines, bro. They just had like three busts. It was on Dallas, Texas TV. Just dudes just sitting out there with their hands behind their back, trying to Dallas, get a little Dallas tuggy. TV be coming with the wildest, most random news in Dallas, bro. That's where you always see the best uh, road rage fights on the freeway. You ain't lying. They be catching them bitches. Mm-hmm. They, they the first niggas you send it to. It's like, that's basically Dallas TMZ. <laughs> but, but, yeah, they been cracking down on, on them over there on Harry Hines, which is crazy because the, the, the heaviest prostitution, like, area is right next to a police station. Like, literally right next to the police station. That don't sound suspicious. Dudes, y'all dumb. I'm going to give y'all a life hack. All you got to do is ask for a date and make it clear that you asking for a date. That's all you got to do, bro. And they can't, there's nothing they can do about that if you just ask for a date or escort. That's all you got to do, man. That's Not Eli that I did it, bro. Tips. I'm just saying that's all you got to do, man. That's Eli giving pro tips on how to get a prostitute. How do you know that, my man? I watch a lot of crime shows. I mean, oh, the yeah. show, not crime show, a lot of nah, shows. Nah, don't bring that on the crime show. <laughs> I don't think that's because of it. What crime show? I need to see this. Uh, it starts with SVU, and I started back when I started watching law on the SVU, bro. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And the criminal justice system, sex based offenses. I just, uh, I just <laughs> consider a, walking up heinous. on a prostitute saying yeah. that shit. She goes, stay like, nigga, what? <laughs> Would you like to go out on a date? Yep. Uh, give her yeah, a, a little wink to like, let her know what's going on. Right? <laughs> yeah, give her a little wink to let us know, let her know what's going on. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, that's funny. That's crazy. That is crazy. Mind your pocket. <laughs> well, yeah, nah, that, nothing else went on in my week. Uh, but we got to go to a quick break. But when we come back, Gen V after this. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we are back. So, GMV recently ended the season finale. It was another masterpiece from Amazon. Uh, the highly talked about the boys spinoff. So, Kate went Magneto. Yeah, you gotta go ahead. Kate went Magneto. Oh man, they they did a good job, man. This this was like X Men. The boys X Men. So put me, so me on game, cause put me on so game. Good, you know, I ain't okay. seen this yet. Let me know what happened. Give me the deets, my nigga. First off, we find out that uh. Marie's benefactor to get her into the school is uh what's her name is Avery? The vice president. I don't know her what's name. What's her name though? Hey, you're supposed to know this stuff, man. You into the it's show. It's Priya. It's Priya, something okay. <laughs> If it's not Priya, that that's gonna be so, extra racist. That bro. is so <laughs> fucked up. I was just about to say, boy, I pray you got this right. I gotta look it up now. Uh keep going. What else? I happens? can't look up nothing right now because I'm on my laptop. Uh yeah, um, Find out she's uh, Marie's benefactor, so she's the one who got her in the school. And we find out the way, I like how they linking this to the boys. We find out the why, or the re- reason she's able to pop heads, because she got blood powers, just like Marie, man. Yeah, she got Okay, but, but can we just take a quick break to just say, Snacks, you're fucking racist. This bitch name is Victoria Newman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Caucasian-ass name. That is a Caucasian <laughs> ass man, you racist <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you racist. She named Indian because her name the, is Claudia Dumit. No, the Dean, the Dean that they killed the one with the uh Indian oh, name. Her name shit. is was Shetty or something like that, right? Uh that was her name. It's funny as fuck. I can't deal with life right now. <laughs> so uh Xavier's racist. But y'all thought y'all y'all the fact that y'all had to search it means y'all racist too. Shut up. So, nah, we I didn't hey, say her name of Priya. Hey, we did that so a nigga's not finna hit us in the comments. Well, actually, click 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 click. Anyway, Chetty, the dean of the school, we find out she's in on everything. She's created a virus to kill all soup. She wanted to be airborne and contagious to kill all soup, and we find out the reasons that because of that is remember season one of the boys when uh, episode one. The 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 plane. We yeah. found out her family oh, yeah, was the on that plane. Her family was on the fucking plane. Well, I I like that's what la- started this shit. That's yeah, what was, I like that. She plot wants Homelander dead because she finds that. out the okay. Homelander Homelander does it. Does it? It was she, wants she saw dead. the video. She wants Homelander dead and she wants every other suit dead because they bring destruction. And when Kate finds that out, Kate makes a slice of neck off with a knife, a butcher knife, right in the middle of the room, bro. Yes. A very dynamic moment in the TV show, even though it was a lot of dynamic moments. Like, she's just, and it's like, don't help her. Yeah, Kate, Marie tried to help her because, you know, Marie could blood bend all the blood back into her. Marie tried to help her. Right. Kate grabs her arm and said, don't help. Made her watch her die, man. Made Let her, her die. Her <laughs> Kate is a G, guys, bro. Guys. Kate is a G, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I got to check it out. Cause this shit ain't even in the. This ain't no book of this shit. This they just going right now. So it's so good, man. They do. I, when we get to Marvel, I'm just gonna go off because this this how you know you come up with new ideas and you don't have to bring, dig up the same old stuff all the time. Let them mind. Let me not go on that tangent right now. But uh, 
I also got a shout out the random appearance by uh Soldier Boy, Jensen Ackles, saying he talked girl. Yeah, back in episode six, she was he uh he was uh Kate's imaginary friend because so because in episode six they went they got stuck in her mind because she was kind of off the rocker. Um, I taught her how to flick her bean. It was amazing. It was amazing. So it's about to be wild and say that that he is a piece of shit, but you love him so much, don't it? Yeah. Oh, and I and I you like that. I didn't I didn't know if they were gonna like truly connect this to the boy series. I, I knew we was gonna see some crossovers, but they like truly connected it to the boy series in a meaningful way that made sense, man. It was amazing. Amazing! I can't mm-hmm. believe they did they it. Took it and all they pulled the way, it off. Right. Oh, the show was so good. I thought I was kind of, I was like kind of iffy about. It. Like I don't know if they could pull out the same magic as the boys did. I, they did it. This is better than the boys season one. I'm just putting it out there. That's my opinion. This is better than the first season of the boys. That's how good it is. Mm-hmm. How good of a job they did. I felt like I was watching. I felt like I was watching the X Men that I wanted to see. Like that's how yeah. it was. <laughs> that's how it was. But anyways, <laughs> let's. Uh, the finale ends up. Uh, Kate. She uh, she uh breaks all of all the mutants. I'm just gonna act like this X Men. All the mutants. <laughs> she breaks all the soups out soups. of the out, she breaks all the soups out of the out of the lab place where they were building the disease and they was they because we find out in the previous episode, uh, episode by Shetty that the school is built to it's just testing to, uh, the niggas to test uh to find out what makes soups t- uh tick to find the weakness of soups and stuff. That's what yeah. the, it's all just an experiment. Just what the school is for. So, so they be dissecting niggas and shit uh, afterwards yep. and shit. Ooh, yeah. yeah, and the dude so that they mean, kill in the beginning is like that's this is that was his whole reason. Uh, no, no, the dude that the school is named after that was his whole reason for reason. making the school here. We're yeah. making the school stay experimental. So this what Kate get on her magneto ish. This what uh, Kate gets on her magneto is she like they can't do us like that. We superior. They, we we want to be in charge, man. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It, it gets there. And, you know, uh, once you have that moment, it's like, uh oh. So, so she 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 escapes. She makes all of them escape. She helps all of them escape. Her and uh, look up his name. What's what's uh, so, uh Golden Boy's brother name? Is Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Sam is uh, he got super, like super strength and stuff. He's super strong. Hey, he got screw loose too. That boy crazy as hell. Yeah. Um. He be seeing puppets and stuff. They let they let they let the the experiments go and they all and it's a school shooting scene. They all just go through there killing all the humans in the schools. <laughs> They just one of the soups, one, one of the escapees, just got out and straight up was like, "Hey, are you a human or are you a soup?" They're like, "I'm a soup." And he moves away from her. Then he asks the lady, "Are you a human or are you a soup?" I'm a human. I'm the uh, president dean of such such. Just start burning her face off in the middle of it. Just <laughs> yes. so it's kill school, all it's humans. Sh- yes, yeah, a school shooter episode. It, it's, it, it. And uh, Marie and uh, what's up? What's up? What's the Asian dude name? The the non-binary trans dude. What's his name? <laughs> The double shotgun barrel guy. What's his name? They look it up here. I forget his name. Jordan. Uh, Jordan. Jordan I, Lee. I, I, it came to me. Jordan. Uh, Jordan. And uh, what's the string girl name? String girl. Oh, uh, Emma. Emma Mayer. Emma. Yeah. They all. They all try to stop him. Uh, during all this. Uh, what's the what's Magneto name? The black Magneto. What's his name? Polarity. Oh no, Polarity son. Uh, Andre. Andre and his dad. They in the hospital because his dad gets sick. And he found out yeah, the powers is making them sick. The powers is making them have seizures and is is deteriorating their brain. So he find that out, but he goes instead to help them. He goes to help them at school. Uh, and they start fighting everything. And, you know, all this stuff happens. They start getting beat. Maurice powers up. She gets stronger. 
she starts, she sees people blood, the visible dude, the visible kid. She sees his heart beating and stuff, and uh, all yeah. that stuff. So she can take him out. It was, a, it was, it was all cool. It and, really uh, make Kate, you. Go ahead. Yeah, go. No, no, I say it really make you because it really make you grow on her powers. Because then at first, like you see blood powers, you're like, ugh, like okay, ugh, like how you gonna make that interesting? But the man is OP. Like, yeah, like he's like she's strong. Like you, they make they showing you that she's like strong as shit with them blood powers. Like them blood powers ain't nothing to be played with. This bitch became Scarlet <laughs> from Mortal Kombat, bro. She did she did the Katara dag, uh, blood dagger scene, but with uh with, with blood. You know you know when Katara did that the whole thing when she made all the water come up like daggers and stuff. She oh did yeah, that. well blood, mm-hmm. bro. It was cool. It was extra cool, man. Oh, uh, but then Kate is about to touch Jordan to uh, to uh, take control of him. And Marie blows her arm off from the inside. Blows her old yeah, arm off like from the inside. Er, Earlier in, early in the episode, they had called uh so uh called Homelander for help. Homelander shows up, and, he, and this is where it got a lot of people who don't know Homelander, Homelander's personality. But I seen it coming. Homelander said, "What kind of animal are you?" And Marie like, "What? What are you talking about? We just helped save everybody." He said, "Go against your own kind." Awesome, <laughs> <And> Magneto. <laughs> And he lasers her right in the chest. He lasers her right in the chest, man. Right in the chest. She wakes up. Uh, You don't know how much longer she wakes up, but she wakes up later. And they all in prison. So Comlander made it like Kate and Sam was the heroes. And uh, Marie and them, the one who did the attack, so they all locked up. Her and the husband. Yeah, they went on around the chest. Comlander was always <laughs> minister, bro. It was amazing, bro. This it was amazing, man. playing chess. Yes. And then yes, the end credit yes. scene came. Tell the end credit scene. Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher walking through the uh, place where they let all the prisoners come out. And he's like, oh, you cunts. And it's amazing, man. Oh, so I'm just I just can't wait to see how this is gonna transfer to the boys and Gen V season two, man. Cause I know that I know that uh that contagion, that sickness is gonna have some some kind of uh, role in it because um Victoria took it and she yeah, made she sure she made sure the old dude was the only one who knew how to recreate oh, it and man. stuff. And she, uh, exploded and the way head. she took it is so smooth too. Yeah. Cause she she met him in the garage and dude was like, This is everything you know about the disease. This is every like every sample of it. And she hands him a car. He's like, "This is where your family's gonna go. We're gonna everybody's in witness protection." And then after it's all said and done, they about to leave. The dude looks at the car. The card is blank. Nothing on the card. He looks at the front and back. And then you see blood drip on the car. She explodes his head right there in the middle of the garage and just leaves. Amazing, cold blooded, amazing. And the son that came all out after. Oh, with your head. Here's the roll. Here's the roll. Oh, the floor. It was amazing, bro. It was amazing, bro. Uh, I know she's gonna. She got have. She 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 want that for a reason. I think she's gonna try to get an upper hand on Homelander with that. That's what I think was gonna happen. Yeah, she been trying to kill him for a minute. Yeah, so this is like. But she can make his head explode though. So nope, nope, nope. I'm I'm, I got a got a theory about that. I think his head. I think his head is too like too strong. Like yeah. So I don't think it'll do anything. I don't think it could do anything. Hmm. That's what I think it is. So it's a bio weapon now. She's gonna use a bio. Yeah, weapon. it's like you gotta kill. You can't. It's like when even if you try to make it blow up from the inside, he control his shit too. Op, you ain't finna control my blood, bitch. I'm not. I'm built different. And then you gotta think his skull and like, like you know, skeleton and like skin, like it's too strong. So yeah, yep. so it can't blow up. Yeah. So you gotta hit this nigga with with a cold ass flu. And so we that should was be- Gen V. That was Jimmy, man. There's a lot of stuff. It's 
they made it a good. They, oh, I love how they expanded on this universe. They did a good job of expanding on this universe. And they really we actually. Did. We thought we was actually going to see some true superheroes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got they got cut by Homelander. It was amazing, man. Mm-hmm. And they was working that? hard trying to save them people too, because those suits was going on a freaking rampage, man. They was going on a freaking rampage, and they was working hard trying to like stop them. And then Homelander comes in, just reset everything. Nah, bitch, this is what we doing. <laughs> this, this is how that happened. She like she thought Homelander was gonna say, "You did a good job, Marie. Thanks for stopping all the people." That boy, boy, that boy Homelander said, "You do this to your own car? What kind of monster? What kind of animal are you, man?" <laughs> Amazing, bro. Amazing. That's why you know, like, the, the like we're seeing the end of the streaming platform revolution. Uh, as we see, like, this is how you know who's going to remain supreme. You know, Amazon is because yep, the Amazon, Amazon rich. They got money anyway. They got money just off of Amazon.com. But like, they make a good. They got these two solid good TV shows and a couple other good movies that they made. I feel they like they going. learned they lesson after Reigns of Power. Yeah, yeah. They uh, learned they they lost like a billion off that. <laughs> yeah, and it's also to those superhero TV show movie naysayers too. Like, it still got some heat, bitch. That because they that because the boys universe do a real good a uh, real good job of putting like real world stuff into their shows. That yeah. actually makes uh-huh. sense and stuff like that. It's, it's so good, man. I, I like it, man. I like it, man. But uh, Xavier, <laughs> one to ten, what you gonna get the first season of Gen V, man? What you say? One to ten, what you gonna give the first se- season of Gen V? Oh, that's a it's a ten. I don't even think I want to. I mean, uh, no, it's a ten. It was if like I, I hate the sight of blood, and they really like I don't like looking at blood. I don't like watching people bleed. And finding out that she had a blood power was going just gonna be like, uh, I was like, oh, this is gonna be hard to watch, honestly. But they made that the fact that they was able to make the make that grow on you. I'm like oh shit! I can't wait to she use her blood powers. That's how I, that's how it happened by the end of the show. So I, I would give it a lower, but it's it's a ten and uh, taking away my blood phobia. It, it's a ten. I love the show. Like and that's what they did. They made a lot of stuff grow on you, and they made a lot of stuff build up and a lot of character development in just one season. And that's why it's a ten. It's a ten for me. This show did an amazing job of building on the board universe and connecting to the board universe. They did a good job of showing how. These uh, corporations pander to people and stuff like that. They did a good job of that, man. They get a, mm-hmm. did a good job of showing how how they just do stuff for like for money and stuff like that. It was so good, man. Uh, the characters was good. Um, the the characters were really nice. The acting was 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 solid. I gave the first episode of first season of the boys the eight. This is eight point five because it's better than the boys. The first season of the boys to me, it was really good. And I think the reason why it was uh, it's better than the first season of the boys. I think the boys had them. Like do everything to set everything up, so it was a little harder for the boys. But this was still very, very good show, very solid. Go watch it, man. The boys universe doing their thing, man. Keep going. I don't think the boys have put out anything bad yet, man. So keep going. So they had. They That's been, my opinion. They them niggas don't miss. They don't miss. Them niggas don't miss. And what? And this is another reason why, if they want to like go outside of the Marvel and DC universe. And this is for people who read comic books. So go outside of Marvel DC Universe. You'll find a lot of good storylines like this that needs to come to TV. So, and these Amazon shows definitely show it. Hey, you know a random other comic I've been, like, fucking with? Because I randomly saw the movie, but then I was like, wait, this is a comic? Uh, It's like a sci-fi comic called Valerian. Uh-huh. Valerian. It's yeah. like 
It's pretty cool. I fuck sweet. It's like a, it's basically Star Lord, but even most stressed the fuck out and not an orphan. Mm. But I like when you know the world they got around this shit. Yeah, yeah. check that out, random y'all boy. Is yeah. that Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets? Like, yeah, I was thinking. It was like I, I never watched that movie. movie. It's, 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 it's like, it's okay. But then when you read the book, it's like, oh, okay, I see what y'all was trying to do. But it's like they super over-budgeted that bit, so we never get sequels. But if it would have boomed, it, it would have been okay. Hmm. It would have been like Percy Jackson level. You know what I mean? That's what I heard. I heard it was supposed to be like that, and uh, it just didn't catch on or something. But I've been reading like a couple of actual like graphic novels and nice type shit. Yeah. Because the movie was I when I actually watched it. Type shit. Rihanna pop up randomly. Mm. You know, like old Rihanna type shit. I was like, damn. Mm. But cool movie. And uh, graphic novels I. I've been yeah. trying to get back into reading. <laughs> but yeah, and make sure y'all let us know what y'all think of the Gen V when this episode comes out. Make sure y'all give us y'all honest reviews and opinions. But we got to go to a quick break. When we come back, Dead Island Review after this. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we are back. So, Dre, you was doing a horror movie kick this whole month, of, well, the whole month of October. You came down to Dead Island. What you got? Uh, 
Yeah, y'all know I was running pretty much all for October. I was running zombie games because, you know, zombie gang CEO, Pastor Pop, you know what it is, the almighty trippy king of the Zumba <laughs> Empire. But, uh, anywho, the, uh, y'all know I ran Dead Island when it first, first dropped. And then it was like, I still, I beat it with almost everybody, every character is six characters. I got like two more to beat the entire, you know, beat the storyline with. But two days ago, the DLC dropped, you know, Thug Life. Cause as y'all remember, I was saying it, it ended on like a cliffhanger of like, what the fuck's gonna happen? So the first DLC house dropped. Whereas basically you go to Beverly Hills and explore a cult that knew basically the zombie shit was about to pop off before everybody. They just kind of miscalculated shit. And once again, they're still a cult. So they wildin'. <laughs> but then you kind of figure out a lot more about the world around you in the store. I mean, you know, in Hell A. But the Hell A. Yeah, that's what it's called now. It, LA, LA gone. Like, oh, okay. They read. Oh. Yeah, Dead Island 2 is in, like, Los Angeles, but they call it L.A. Mm-hmm. But doom. <laughs> but, but gameplay-wise, and from where everything they added, though, like, they are just adding on, and it's making it really nice, though. It's like, they are actually, because they know we waited, like, a long-ass time for this, so it's like, they are actually putting care into how they doing it. Mm-hmm. And with the storyline, they actually is building it's kind of an interesting story when you start realizing what the all is going on. Because, you know, Dead Island 1 and Riptide was just, you know, classical zombie co-op fun. But now it's like, you know, now we in this age, if you do some zombie shit, Resident Evil and I already, like, just told everybody, like, hey, it's too many ways you can make a motherfucking zombie, nigga. <laughs> Type shit. <laughs> Bitch, we got viruses going all the way down to the fucking meat nigga. So, the way they did they virus outbreak and how, you know, basically niggas are evolving type shit, it's kind of cool. It's all right. I fucked with it. But right now, I, if you know, if you fuck with Dead Island, you know you're a zombie person and shit. I highly suggest you get that DLC because shit is starting to slightly make sense. So, now I'm like, damn, so what the next DLC finna be? Because my only shit was, it was kind of, it was like, it wasn't like an expansion or no shit. It was like a level, because it's like the house is just a house. You know what I mean? It's a big-ass mansion in Beverly Hills, so you know that's a big-ass area, but you know what I mean? It was kind of short. Probably like my only little thing, but it's like, from which from what they gave storyline-wise to, you know, progress some shit. Okay, I see, I see what we do. Alright, I can deal with this. That's cool. So yeah, check that out. Thumbs up for me on that. I'm fucking with that. Because y'all know we still, we, you know, we still shaking back Housewise, so I'm running back my back catalog right now. That's it, son. Oh, that's all you got. Oh, well. Uh, moving on, we also uh all seen the introduction of one of the best cartoon movie superhero te- or cartoon movie. One of the best superhero cartoons of our time, Invincible Return. The Animaniacs? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Invincible Return. With the season's premiere, premiere on the same night that uh, Gen V ended, uh, the famous cartoon superhero cartoon uh, from Robert Kirkman uh, just came out. Uh, we watched it, so try and get our thoughts on it, Eli. All right, Invincible returned, and we opened up with the alternate dimension where Mark and his father, Omni Man, Invincible Omni Man, have decided to take over Earth for the Vitramite uh, Empire. So. That's where we start, and uh, we find it. We find this uh, resistance 
that's uh being protected by by um, the immortal and uh, Omni Man and Invincible find it. They destroy the place, start killing people and stuff. And this one dude escapes. That's the dude with the powers to go to different dimensions. Doctor Angstrom. He can he, he can like transform to uh, all different alternate dimensions and stuff like that. So that's black that's gonna man. be like the main purpose purpose of the story, man. That's gonna be yeah. the main part of the story so from what I see so far. Uh, yeah, uh oh no, go ahead. You want go ahead and say what you got? No, I was just say, Doctor Angstrom. Whenever you like, we hearing about multiverse, and I know everybody's kind of scared of the multiverse right now because of what Marvel's doing. Don't worry, we don't have to worry about that with him. He more uses it as a weapons and more not like. Actually, we've seen in the show how he used it as a weapon. He made all the blue dudes come up and start uh, beating the shit out of Invincible. Like, that's more Man, how he... I love Angus Burgers. <laughs> that's more how he uses it. He doesn't use it in, like, a big way like Marvel's been doing it. So don't be afraid of the multiverse stuff. And uh, the rest of the episode is about Invincible. He's going through the motions, man. Uh, trying to get find his purpose again after his dad and stuff. He's not feeling too good after that. It's, this is like a month after his... Uh, after his, uh, Nigga, you, dad, you catch an ass stuff. whooping like that? How you? How long are you gonna need to just shake back in your, within yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this a month after, so he really ain't been doing what he needed to do to deal with that that trauma. He been just flying around the city aimlessly, defeating their villains and stuff like that. So his mom's still mad because she got called a pet that that, that day. It's only hey, been a month, man. It, it ain't been a year like for us, man. It's only been a month, so she's still feeling it. Still feeling it hard, but this was just more of a setup episode for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, you got all the characters set up where they need to go and stuff like that. Uh, and Vince was still getting beat up like always. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Globe has to have a new leader, which is the Immortal, who makes his return. Oh, and we see the new black dude. <laughs> he he fired Rex up, boy. <laughs> oh yeah, played by Jay Farrell, Bulletproof. And if y'all don't know about Bulletproof, Bulletproof, he basically has the same powers as Invincible. It's so but he's, good, man. All, like, he's in Bronbo. He can fly and stuff. But that's how he was in the comic books. I don't know what they're going to change about it in the TV show, but uh, he was forced. Yeah, Vince played a vulnerable. Yeah, I think that's the... But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's the big difference. See, like, he... he uh, bulletproof, he's actually bulletproof. Like, I don't know how he's coming, though. I'm talking about in the show because Vince would get, be getting bloody every episode. No, he's, he get beat the shit out of in the comic books. Okay. <laughs> but uh, also, Bulletproof got a good storyline because his brother was like a mad scientist and his brother experimented on uh, Bulletproof and uh, what basically gave him them powers, but uh, ended up dying in like a lab explosion. And Bulletproof was kind of like, not like a piece of shit, but he he wasn't always, his, his brother was a twin brother. His brother was like the golden child, the smart nigga. And Bulletproof was just like the dude that kept getting in trouble and stuff like that. And um, everybody loved his brother so much. So when the explosion happened, they made it seem like he was the one that died when actually his brother died. And he just took over, basically took over the identity of his brother. Oh, um, that's cool. To play Bulletproof. Yeah, that's a good storyline. And uh. I- I, All I know is he fired Rex blowed up though. Rex couldn't didn't have nothing to say. <laughs> the cool, the cooler, darker skinned black dude fired him up, bro. <laughs> Rex was on that light skin energy too. He didn't have nothing to say. Yeah. To say. But uh, but uh, another thing I want to talk about uh, you know, in the alter dimension, I want to talk about one mess up thing. Um, uh, Adam Eve thought uh, Vince was gonna kill her in the ultimate dimension. That dude just oh. paralyzed him so he could keep her as a pig, bro. That was the most, that was the most, that was the sickest thing I ever seen in my life, man. He's like, yo, that's why he was practicing on all those people. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was practicing this shit. 
he 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 said, "Oh, I just visit her some I, when I would need to see her, man, while she paralyzed." That was that was weird, man. But you gotta give a shout out to gotta give a shout out to super feminist Adam Eve with the bald head. Yeah, the more she was she was not attractive. I don't know why he was still into her, and she was not attractive like that with that bald. Looks head. don't matter, bro. That, that scar? Did she have a scar too? It was weird, man. It was weird. But seeing all that, seeing all that, all the dimensions, I think would be interesting. How that explosion? What? How did? How did Vince not get hit, get hurt at all by the explosion? But all the brawlers could beat him up like that. It only makes sense, man. <laughs> I thought sense. the brawlers had tough skin too. Uh, I thought they was yeah. like, if they could make him bleed, but they all get disintegrated. But he don't. I, I just don't understand how the well, physics works in this universe. That science I'm, is not science. Well, technically, well, the other brawlers didn't. Well, the actual brawler didn't die though. The one that was the main oh, one, he didn't die. But the uh, once more dimensions, they was all it was main ones in there too, and they all got disintegrated. Maybe anyway, uh, maybe being from he got mutated with a he got he got like a spaghetti brain head now. The uh, yeah, the mad scientist he got a he got a spaghetti he, brain head now. It, like everybody brains went into his brain. He gonna so, uh, like he was like Neil deGrasse Tyson once they hit his fucking. Once they fix him up and stuff like that, that's what nah, he, he like got. Him. He got he got long brains. He got long head now with long brain, and like all the dimensions is like crashing together, and all the memories is crashing together in his head. And so now he think of this invincible in our in our dimension is his enemy. So yeah. that's that's how the story gonna go, man. That's how the story gonna go. I, I like how the whole episode that he's playing around with the invincible logo. He's like, oh, you really are invincible. <laughs> no, but they didn't do it until the end of the show. To the anxious, like I will stop you. And then it went up invincible, bloody, bloody. But it's not really much to talk about this episode. But I real, but I, I, I'm going to be really interested to see how this season go, man. It was a setup episode, like I said. Uh, the immortal still don't trust Mark, man. He showed up in the dark and told Bruh, Mark, "Yo, daddy uh, chopped me in half." <laughs> he, yeah, he told Mark, he, and uh, he see somebody, me. see somebody think you on our side, but I don't. I don't trust you, homeboy. Bitch, I don't like it, boy. <laughs> Get the hell out of my lazy. face. And they 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 fucked them up even better on the uh, opening scene uh, <laughs> of Invincible. Episode, bitch, you you took me out. Episode one, your daddy took me out. Episode one, you think I'm not mad? It's like he just keep getting murked terribly, but that's what that we got. got mur- that nigga got murked for episode one. Came back, got murked again in the same episode. B, mm-hmm. but that's what we got on Invincible season premiere. Uh, we of course will be. Keeping our eye on it and reviewing the season finale, so make sure y'all tune in for that. I don't even think I don't know. Will we end? Will our season end before Invincible end? Uh, what episode is this? It's episode. This is thirty six. Thirty six. Ah, we, we yeah, got, yeah, we'll still be here. Yeah, we'll still. Sixteen yeah, we'll more still. episodes. Yeah, uh, I, I doubt it go past. I bet it's like ten. It's supposed to be twelve. Oh, I think. Oh. Uh-huh. I think either eight or twelve, but uh. We gotta go to a quick break. When we come back, existential crisis. We go, yeah, yeah. Marvel's oh getting, God, Marvel's getting some tongue lashing after this. Oh, we talking about Marvel. Oh, yeah, yep. AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we are back. So, Marvel is ah. crashing the burning. What we got? Ah. And they, ah, I don't, I don't. And y'all was mad at me when I was saying this shit. I don't, I don't understand why you, why you need to go back to the past, man. Just do new stuff, man. Because you lost $2 billion. I mean, they shouldn't have never got rid of Robert Downey Jr. in the first place. That's all no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Yes, they should have. They, they should have got rid of all this stuff. They should they, have they got, got rid of all this stuff and did new stuff. That's what they should have They need to stop focusing on these unnecessary superheroes. We get it now. Go ahead and unload the X-Men. We need more diversity, inclusion, and equality. <laughs> they need It's a whole bunch of comics. Marvel comics that you can pull from, and they never use enough. They just do the same old comics. Over and over and over and over. All they do is, oh, let's just they just, they just change this little thing, this detail and stuff. I'm like, this is the same thing, though. Why, it's, why it's because It's stuff? because those comics push the patriarchy, Eli. Also, Marvel's. And, and you can't do that, and it makes you racist and a bigot. Also, Marvel likes hiring people to write Marvel for them. Marvel Comics is like the wokest comics there is. They don't even make sense. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, Marvel Comics are already extra woke. They don't even make sense. They also Marvel like Comics. hiring... <laughs> they like 10 toes down with this shit, and they really on like gear six. Marvel, Marvel <laughs> Comics, you, you, you don't have to change anything for Marvel Comics to be woke. It's already... Definitely, people had a problem with Marvel Comics back in the day because they talked about it was too much too much for black people and stuff like that. You don't have to change that much stuff to make woke. It's but, not that neat. It's Disney, cuz. But uh, this is from Variety Game. We got some news. This past September, a group of Marvel creatives, including Studios Chief uh, Kevin Feige, assembled at Palm Springs for the studio's annual retreat. Must be nice. Most years, the vibe would have been confident, even cocky, even even how the premier superhero brand on Disney uh, since 2009 has remade the entertainment business in its image. 
But this occasion was angst-ridden. Everyone at Marvel was reeling from a series of disappointment on-screen and legal Locks. scandals. On-screen on and legal uh, scandals about one of the biggest stars and questions about the viability of the uh, studio's ambiguous, uh, uh, ambitious uh, strategy. You are cuss. You heard it. Ambitious. You heard it. Oh, he did it again. He did it again. Strategy. To extend the brand to ambitious. To extend brand beyond movies street, uh, into streaming. Uh, the most pressing issue, this is the one that they worried about the most, because they said the only uh success, they said the only success they had critically and uh and uh box office wise this uh year, the biggest one was Black Panther 2, of course. That was the that was the biggest success this year. Everybody seen that coming though. Everybody knew that yeah, was gonna be And Black Panther 2 wasn't wasn't all that. I mean, yeah, so that movie was good. I mean, it, it, I, I, I think that's I, the best. That's the best Marvel movie that came out this year. That's the it, yeah. Far. I'm about to say movie wise. Yeah, that was better. It was better than Guardians of the Galaxy. It was better than Thor. <laughs> it was so Besides Guardians Thor. of the Galaxy, that's about. I the think I don't think, I think it was better say. than Guardians of the Galaxy. I like I, I like it better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Box office. I can say lie. I cared more about Guardians of the Galaxy. Damn, and I'm black. I feel bad, but anywho, yeah. I cared more about uh, what was I People care more about Black Panther because of black people. Black people always makes the money. No, nah, and that's because they actually put new stuff in there, like Namor, that they haven't did on big screen. They did yeah, actually. No, it's, new, it's, new, it's, it's not murder. They did actually they did actually new stuff. They didn't bring us the same old villains over and over again. Same old characters and stuff like they're going to do now. Uh, but uh, let's see. And Father One is a big star, so they most worried about Jonathan Majors. That's what everybody worried about. Which, okay, let's, uh, real quick. I thought he was out of the woods with that stuff. Nope. Apparently, he nope. still got to go to court nah. and shit. Nah. Yeah, of course, nigga. But, uh, now you got to get, now you got to Johnny Depp and get it to court to just be like, oh, yeah. Ooh, and I understand, I understand why they worried about this stuff. That's slender. They, you trying to fuck they, up reputations and shit. They did kind of build a, the the whole new uh arc around Jonathan Major, so I yeah, understand why they will be sick. worried about that. And I actually did like him in Loki so far. Oh, yeah, he was good in Loki. Uh, the big star's question about the viability of the studio's uh, ambitious uh, strategy to extend the brand beyond moves into streaming. The most pressing issue to be discussed at the retreat was what to do about Jonathan Majors, the actor who has been poised to carry the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but instead is headed to a high-profile trial in New York later this month on domestic violence charges. The actor insists he is a victim, but the damage to his, uh, his reputation and the chance he could lose the case has forced Marvel to reconsider his plans to center the next phase of his interlocking slate of uh, sequels, spinoffs, and series around majors. Villainous character Kang the Conqueror. Also, this is this is the big thing that they worried about. They worried about Jonathan Major thing because he's the biggest star in this new phase, and they was planning on building everything around him. So I understand why Faggy them is kind of Kind of worried about this, man. I miss the old days when we didn't care that the actors beat women. Uh, oh hell! Uh -oh. <laughs> huh? What was his name? Faggy. Why not? Say, say it one more time. Faggy. It's Feige, nigga. Oh, Faggy, Feige. No, uh, it, it sounded like you said a slur at first. Like oh no, I ain't say no slur. <laughs> oh wait, what did you just say? Feige. At the gathering of Paul Spears, uh executives discussed backup plans, including pivoting. To another convict adversary, who y'all think they're gonna pivot to? Oh, they better be Dr. Doom. Yep. Galactus. Like Dr. Doom. And she's gonna be, and Galactus <laughs> is gonna be, and it's gonna be Dr. Doom gonna be a woman. But making a not. shift 
but making any shift would carry its own headaches. Majors was already a big presence in the MCU, including the scene-stealing antagonist in February's Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumanium, and he has been poised as the franchise's next big, st- big thing in the this season of Loki. That's true. That's true. Honestly, him losing against Ant-Man kind of made him seem a little bit more weaker than what is put on. Because the I, I get it now because it's different variants of him, so I understand how yeah, that. Yeah, so that's good. why I I'm gonna just say Ant Man caught a fade with like an OP slightly bitch window. That's yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it wouldn't be hard to start with Doctor Doom though, because Doctor Doom does so freaking much in the MCU, not in the MCU in the in the Marvel universe, bro. Like you, you gotta you gotta bring in the folk, the Fantastic Folk, before you do any of Doctor Doom. They're working on it. They supposed to be had the cast wow, out. Kang, I was so I was so excited about Kang, though. It's gonna be so sad if they get rid of he if Jonathan Major's problem, get rid of the problem in that. But that's one of my favorite comic book uh villains, man. So it'd be sad if Jonathan Major problems getting in the middle of that. But I understand hey, why they're panicking. Like, huh? I, I reading this, I understand why they're panicking now. I can understand that about Jonathan Majors. Because you know, people care about all this stuff now. Back in the day, you could do whatever you want to still be you, a star. You, Nobody cares. You cannot give a fuck. <laughs> You got you can get canceled real quick, but it's like y'all can also still like even with Kane too. That nigga will fuck around, pop up, fuck up some shit. Y'all can do like an event around him, chill yeah. for like two movies, throw a Disney Plus series, and then be like at the end of one of the little TV series, one of one of his variants pop up randomly or some shit like oh shit, yeah, you know, give him a break or some shit. Goddamn. And he has been, on, and he has been positioned as a pre- uh, franchise's next big thing in this season of Loki. Rickley, uh, truly, uh, particularly in the finale, which airs on November 9th, and sets Kang up as the star of the fifth Avengers film in 2026. Oh man, they're in trouble. Oh, if something go wrong in this trial, they're in trouble. He he the star yeah. of the fifth Avengers film, so that's that's trouble right there. Ooh, yeah, I, but like this is the thing, like they gonna do all this. Even if he in trouble, they gonna do all this firing, bro. Like actors have recovered from stuff like this before, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The, I don't understand why we need to care about all this stuff, but yeah, like why do we need to care? But make them go on an apology campaign. Keep on doing the 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 uh, PR. See, back in the day, you didn't have signal. You just be quiet and then it just it just roll over. But you know, today, yeah, in Robert the end Down, that world, being Iron Man was Robert Downey Jr.'s shake yep. That right, redemption. All right, Robert and Robert Downey Jr. was wild. He got caught sneaking, it, breaking into people's house, and sleeping in their beds and stuff like wild stuff. And he was able to recover. And now we see him as freaking Iron Man. Like, come on, y'all know y'all can't like stop putting so much into like. Uh, of course, okay. If if it is he did all that stuff and it was bad, of course it's bad. I'm just saying, like it's been actors that has recovered from way worse stuff than this, and they're trying to. Stop a whole franchise because of this. Like, yeah, come on, I don't bro, like how these days and age. I, I agree with you. If somebody do something bad, I understand. But I don't like how these days and age where you just try to destroy a dude, whole uh, dude, a woman, anybody's whole life on a woman's sake. life. Yeah, woman sake. You don't it's like weird. their opinion. And how has woman? Disney learned their lesson already from what happened with the uh, with the Johnny Depp thing? Like how? Like how? Y'all lost two million, two billion. My bad. Let me say that again. Two billion dollars, money. All right, going on with the, this is a quote. This is a quote in the article. Marvel is truly if with the whole Kang angle. It says one top deal maker who has uh, seen the season finale of Loki. Uh oh, uh oh. 
and they haven't had any opportunity to rewrite until very recently because of the strike. Yep. But I don't see a path to how they move forward with him. Beyond the bad press for majors, the brain trust at Marvel is also grappling with the November release of the Marvels, a secret to 2009 blockbuster, Captain Marvel, that has been plagued with uh, lengthy reshoots and now appears to likely uh, underwhelm at the box office. This is also unprecedented turn of fortune for the company that has enjoyed nearly uninterrupted uh, string of hits ever since it started independently producing the movies with 2008 Iron Man. The wildly profitable run uh, culminated in the $2.8 billion success of 2019's Avengers Endgame, a high-water mark for the studio that has earned nearly $30 billion over 32 films. Oh, my God. That's oh. All, and that's another thing that I... When people's talking about Marvel is, is going to fall, like it's going to burn, and I don't think it is. They don't make too much money off of us. They just having, I think they just having a a, a dark spot. I, I think. I don't think it's going to burn. Sure. I don't think it's going to burn nothing. But I think the choices they making is not going to have the same success that they had you before. Though, think, like yeah. yeah, it's like when you make that much money, you have to continue making that much money because when you drop. Like two billion niggas gotta start looking around like, oh shit, the type of shit. And, but you know, that's kind of like how video games made making games so fucking expensive type shit to the point where it's like, oh shit, we finna implode. It's kind of Disney right now. All right, goes on in the article from Variety. Uh, replicated that kind of phenomenon uh, is never easy. However, the source of Marvel's current troubles can be traced back to 2020. That's when the COVID pandemic ushered in the mandate to help do uh boost Disney stock price with the an endless torrent of in, uh interconnected Marvel content for studios fledging streaming platform Disney Plus. Oh, that is, they got a point. They got a point. That Disney Plus stuff I did not understand it at first. I still kinda don't understand it. Not needing to put everything on Disney Plus but then have it interconnected to the Marvel Universe too. I, I think I that was because I think that was one negative that came from the pandemic. I think they was trying to do a lot of rushing for yep. the pandemic and it shut a lot of stuff down and they just started going in this direction. And instead of saying, okay, the pandemic is over with, let's let's get out of this and go how we was gonna go before the pandemic happened. They didn't. They freaking they just keep going with it. And now it's kind and of it all started it. with the Black Widow movie, remember? Yes, yeah. Scarlett Johansson was mad, too. That she was mad. the beginning of the end a little bit. Yeah. According to the plan, there would never be a lapse in superhero fare with either a film in theaters or a new television series streaming at any given moment. Yeah. This, they, they oversaturating. That's a good point. They Movie, TV shows never stops. They oversaturating it. It's true. Mm-hmm. But Go. Go ahead. No, no, you got it. But the ensuing tsunami of spandex proved to be too much of a good thing, and the demands of churning out so much programming taxed the Marvel apparatus. Moreover, the need to tease out an inner interwoven storyline over so many disparate shows, movies, and platforms created a muddled narrative that baffled viewers. Oh, I, this 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 article gives me that's I. I, this article gets me. That it was. We've, that's how it we've felt to me. We've been saying too. this for a while yeah. now. We had many conversations where we saying this exact same stuff the whole time. Y'all need to start listening to us. We know what we're talking about, man. We're, 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 we're open, Marvel. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, go ahead. We ain't gonna complain about working long hours. If you, you know, go ahead and put us on. The you payroll. need to get me on the X Men right team. I refuse to be a part of another Jean Grey centered X Men story where I have to sit there and look at the Phoenix over and over again. I refuse, man. Let this me is X Men story. <laughs> this the best. And about the X Men story, this is the best advice I give. Don't try to be woke. X Men is already woke. You don't need to make it any walker than what it already is. That, that's, nah, that's, my. My advice for them is don't do the same Gene Gray storyline. I don't want to see that no more, man. That, that came care. from trying to be woke. They wanted to help. No, it didn't. Hey. No, it didn't. They was doing that back hey. to the first X-Men movie. You right. They In was. 2000, hey. yeah. Hey, you want to know how real it is? Hey, I'm ready to make a deal with the devil. Kathleen Kennedy, hit me up. I can make <laughs> Star Wars great again. What's up? <laughs> you got the power. Right, right. I'm redoing this. I'm bringing Finn back. I'm redoing a whole nother move with Finn. I'm bringing him back, man. He will be forced to <laughs> uh, The Marvel machine is pumping out a lot of content. Did it just? Did it get to the point where there was just too much and they were burning people out with uh, superheroes? It's possible, says uh, Wall Street analyst Eric Handler, who covers Disney. The more you do, the tougher it is to maintain quality. Yeah, that's what Dre was just saying, too. The more you do, the, you got to keep that same quality. You got to make the same amount of money. If you ain't doing it, they're going to see that it's not a success anymore. They tried to experiment with breaking in some new characters like Shang-Chi and the Eternals with mixed results. Yeah, the Eternals was bad. Uh, we haven't saying, you... seen Shang-Chi since. Like, what what happened? Yeah, yeah they, they, they did that. Yeah. Oh, you're right, man. They This is what they're talking about. The motor narrative. Nothing that makes he sense. One niggas, do... He one of them actors that be on Twitter and kind of fuck himself over. He's one of those. I think he got canceled for some stuff, too. Type shit. He's, nah, he's he ain't canceled. 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 But that goes be... back to our point. He, he just he... made a billion dollars on Barbie. He is not... <laughs> oh, shit. That was Shane Chi. <laughs> yep, yep. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he um, ain't worried about Marvel shit right now. Nope, nope, nope. He, he ain't some other worried about so. that right now. And plus the stuff in Asia, too. them bigger checks. Yeah, yep, he's straight. yep. Yeah, now that you say it like that, you right. He don't even need the Disney check. He just he did that for fun. Okay. Uh, let me, I am let me, enough. Let me get to this uh, last part, and then I'll end it off. With budgets at biggest Z's, you need some home runs. The Marvels, which opens theaters in November 10th, will struggle to get past uh, a ball past infield, at least by Marvel's outside standards. The movie, which cost $250 million, and sees Brie uh, Larson reprise her role as Captain Marvel, Attracted to open at 75 to 80 million, uh, far below the 185 million. Doctor Strange and the Multiversal Madness took in domestically uh, in his uh, debut uh, weekend uh, last year. Oh, Doctor, that was another good movie, Marvel movie, too. I forgot about Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange was good. I, 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 I enjoyed yeah. the shit out of Strange. Wait, how uh, much did the Marvels uh, get cost to be made? Did they got that? 250. 250 million. So they got to make, so make 500 back. Yep. Yeah. I'm waiting till I go see the movie. So I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna make it or not. But I, I gotta see the movie first. Because they, they heard it's worldwide. Is it gonna be worldwide? Yeah. Yeah. November 10th. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Ooh. That, uh. It depends. Right I gotta see. I gotta see how good the movie is, though. I seen a couple right. of clips. They looked good, but I gotta see how good the movie is. If the movie right. trash, it's one of them. Uh, right. Then I'm gonna be so disappointed. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, I called it again. But the first Captain Marvel was not was kind of me, but it still made a billion. It was okay but, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It had its little moments. Yeah. You know. And then the times when it came, it also she was oh like it, the uh, her role in Avengers Endgame hyped it up a lot too because people yeah, wanted to see more from her. Yeah, 
See, that yeah, then they didn't put no more from them. They didn't put. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they didn't do anything and now with I'm them. Helping niggas now, I'm helping niggas in space. Uh, Feige isn't all. This is the last part I want to talk about. This is another important part. Feige isn't interested. Isn't uh the only person showing signs of strain. Marvel's entire VF uh VX uh VFX battalion, including staffers and vendors, are struggling to keep pace with a never-ending stream of products. We've been talking about that for a while. That's why all these special effects will be trash. Are not real. This past February, when the credits rolled at the world premiere of Quantumania, shock rippled through the Regency Village Theater in Westwood over some shot, uh, shoddy CGI. There were at least 10 scenes where the visual effects had been added at the last minute and were out of focus, says one veteran power broker who was there. It was the same. I've never seen something like that in my entire career. Everyone was talking about it. Even the kids of executives were talking about it. So They're talking about Quantum Manion, right? Yep. Didn't we have some kind of, like we saying the CGI was kind yes, of... Yes, we were talking about how trash the CGI was. Yes, we yeah. had a whole discussion it about it. It had its moments. It had its it moments. Look, it looked like uh, DC CGI. <laughs> it looked like that Flash. Uh, Ant-Man did, Ant did not need a solo movie. That's just, like, we didn't need a no, solo movie. No, he can have a solo movie, but we did not yeah, need to introduce he, Kang the Conqueror okay, in that movie. But yeah, it was like, y'all <laughs> They should have put Kang. another Marvel character in there or something, like, to go along with him. They should've Kang should have been saved for something greater than this, man. I'm just mad. Yeah. Ant-Man Ant-Man is cool it just ain't never been no big money maker for Marvel at all I don't know what made them put decide to put Kang in her I don't understand he wasn't a big money maker in the comic books either that's why this is all so confusing he was cheaper to use fuck it but Paul Rudd made this made Ant-Man more interesting that's 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 what that's how bad Ant-Man was and Paul Rudd is incredible but he made Ant Man more interesting. Ant Man bored and comes. All he do is make stuff. That's all I. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, he super scientist ass nigga. He not even smart where you need him to be. Like Reed Richards, he's just like un- he like, invents shit. Like but that was the rumors on Marvel, man, and they talking about bringing Iron Man, Rob Down Jr., Scarlett Johansson back, and like, and they they're they're doing like a brainstorm about like an alternate dimension. So I, I, I'm already out on that. This just seemed down to me. <laughs> I don't need two different dimensions of Avengers going at the same time. I'm out. I was like, you don't even need to bring him back fully. You can use his hologram like they did in the comic books and still have Robert Downey Jr. there. And you can make a lot of fucking Xavier, Xavier. They too dumb to come up with stupid ideas, to to come up with new ideas, though. They dumb. All you gotta do is walk in front of a green screen and let that nigga do him. Yeah, bro. That's it, though. It's a scene where I want to see him and Riri Williams argue with each other like they did in the comic books and she turned them off like because he was talking too much. And like, bro, it's stuff. You, you see, but Riri got axed, right? They did. She didn't, she didn't make it, B. Man. See? See, I'm already out. See? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Zay. You see? You see? It's, was... it's, a lot, it's a lot of niggas got axed. That's why I was like, damn, Echo made the cut. They must have finished. That. I don't even oh, know. That tra- wait a minute, wait a minute. That trade for Echo looked look fire, though. The, it do kind of look nice. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Fire, not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Devil and uh, Echo do kind of look like. All right. That's my. Yeah. That's my new kingpin. That's my kingman kingpin. I think he done transcended the '90s cartoon kingpin for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how good he is, bro. He and does, they need to start. Oh, don't even get me started on what they're doing with Daredevil. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And figure out Blade, bro. It's not hard to figure out Blade. I'm already out. I don't even yeah. care about it. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm already out on Blade, bro. I'm, I'm like, I don't development. You know, it bitch in development hell like a game. And mm-hmm. it, and watch and watch they going to Disney fight up. This is going to be all. Uh, they are. Uh, I no, mean, no blood. You, 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 uh, well, 
You remember the main actor was complaining that there was only like two, I mean, two or three fights? That big over like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then they said it's supposed to be four Lee Rose in it instead of one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. stupid. I real the special effects, yep. I just, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, because remember that. It's like Disney would do some shit like this. Come in with we was talking about they had got done with it kind of quickly, so it indicating that they probably won't go put that much CGI in it. So I'm the CGI out, probably was going to be look terrible. If you only have three fights in Blade, it ain't worth my time. I need I need five or more fights in Blade. Five or more. Mm-hmm. I need to fight Blizzly for each act. Snipes would fucking never. <laughs> true, true. Oh, shit. You know what's crazy, though, about the whole Jonathan Majors thing is, like, a lot of his stuff... Uh, has been filed for court, like, from his defense lawyer and all of it's, like, supposedly, so I, I mean, I don't know, there's video proof even that disproves that whole assault allegation. And it's, my thing is, I, I'm tired of studios, like, dropping these people or pivoting away from them before things are settled. Yeah. They're worried about him, this is going to affect the uh, outcome of the movie. That, it's not, it's not. Y'all worried about money. That's all they worry about. South yeah. Park and the boys said it best. That's all they do is worry about money, man. Hey, check out that Pandaverse episode. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> they basically gender swapped. They gender swapped Carmen, and he not now he's a fat, sassy black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, okay, I gotta watch that now." Bro, it's childish. And then Kenny is a is a uh, Asian girl. I seen the trailer for it while I was on a rare occasion. I was watching regular TV. And Kathleen Kent and like, all right, so basically Cartman is like the epitome of everybody that hates Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> but in an alternate multiverse, there is a universe where Cartman is Kathleen Kennedy. And everything they asked her about, she was like, fuck that. <laughs> Put a woman in it and make it gay. <laughs> I was like, yo. To the point where Cartman and Kathleen Kennedy just had to sit down and talk and get cool to fix the entire multiverse. That's hilarious. Bro, that shit was wild. Shit Only Marvel thing I'm like, looking forward to now is X-Men 1990s. That's it. I'm Bro, looking forward to... Uh, pushing that shit back. Yeah, it's supposed to have came out this year. And my girl, January. Jubilee, better be in it. That's all I know. That's they just need to... They really need to... Juju? <laughs> yep, big Juju. She better be in it, bro. They really need to just put put a lot into the X-Men and Fantastic Four. No, I don't need, I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I know what the X-Men going to be about already. They're going to do Jean Grey. Uh, she the strongest. Uh, the Phoenix come. Uh, they gotta stop the Phoenix. Uh, they did, some random. They are. Didn't that yeah. bitch end with the Phoenix shit? Yes, they, all of them do that. Yeah, that, was, that is how it ended. Yeah, it was the Order of the Phoenix was the name of the movie too. Ooh, and they better not make Mystique some leader out of nowhere for no reason at all. I'm gonna be super mad if they do that. Giving a fucking, giving a a motivational speech. Mystique don't get no damn motivational speech. <laughs> See, no, do see, you do y'all the, always that's a yeah. ask me a thing, like it's always one parallel universe where you know it's either like gonna be like Jean Grey over everybody, Emma Frost over everybody. But then it's them other ones where Mystique is the strongest bitch out of all these goddamn mutants somehow lead niggas. How does X-Men, that happen? X Men is wild, man. X Men is wild. Bruh, we'll see. Oh anything you, can happen in X Men universes. Dre, when you when you watch the finale of Gen B, you're going to see the parallels between Trinidad and the Brotherhood. The Magneto Definitely. Brotherhood comics, it's, it's, oh, got, it's got the same parallel, bro. The same right. stuff, bro. And in a weird way, Billy Butcher is Professor Xavier. 
I cannot even see that in my head. And I couldn't even, I tried to envision that so bad. And I just pictured Professor Xavier calling somebody a cunt. Actually, actually, just don't work. Victoria is more uh, Professor Xavier. You're right. I'm being honest. Victoria is more Professor Xavier. Especially if you go to some of the other companies where Professor Xavier ain't ain't above board like they make them all the time in the movies and stuff. When he, he don't he, just he be like when he with stuff. the shits. When yeah, he, he with the, the shit shits. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Professor Xavier so, has yeah. did some low-down, dirty stuff in the comments. I'm just letting y'all know. If y'all oh, yeah, didn't read yeah. the comments, he done did some low-down, dirty stuff, man. <laughs> Not a good well, dad either. The most savage shit this man has ever done was just, like, find the cure for most ailments, including cancer. Hopped in everybody on Earth's head and was like, "Hey, I got the cure for all yeah this for y'all little bitch ass human niggas." But guess what? We ain't giving it to y'all for free, and we taxing y'all ass pussy. Hit me up. I was like, "Yo, this man is wildin'. This nigga literally just became a sovereign nation." <laughs> but that's all we got on the Marvel situation. Uh, we've reached the end to another incredible episode of the Trap Nurse Podcast. Uh, Tony is playing Seven Ways to Die while we on the podcast because I just got a notification. Seven, who did seven, die? seven, seven days, days to die. <laughs> seven started up. <laughs> uh, Dre, let's go ahead and sign off with you. Uh, as <laughs> I think way too here. Oh, top, start playing. <laughs> All right, it's, 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 bing. Let's go. Uh, yeah, as always, follow me on our socials at Popcorn the Zombie. Uh, we finna have to start redoing the schedule stream-wise. It's either we're gonna go back to the late-night streams and or morning streams. We're gonna start the morning show back. I don't know yet. We still gotta see what's the... And then I'm chilling. Hit me up. Pepperoni Tony. Stop it. I'm about to start with going... The, with uh, the baloney. And getting into uh, some Christmas lo-fi and play Seven Days to Die. The best kind of mix. Why not and, uh, be, lo-fi? No, that's not until the end of the month. Mm, there, I can't wait see, it, it's it's Christmas until like three days before Thanksgiving. Mm. Then it's Thanksgiving. Then it's Christmas again. Can't wait for the dressing. Ugh. That's some of the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just so. Sweet potato. Oh, how the pie. Pie. Who who made Collard greens. Oh, <laughs> who man. I, who I did Oh, man. I did not get that. Potatoes, email. tomatoes, chicken. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow me on we Instagram the Real Oh, follow me on Instagram the Real Son Eli. Uh, follow me on Twitch at Official Son Eli. And uh, yeah, have a nice week, everybody. Um, hope you have a blessed day, blessed holiday. Amen. Are we doing game night Monday this week? Uh, we uh, yeah, we do game night this Monday. Make sure y'all continue to follow the Trap Dress Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure y'all follow me, uh, Instagram, TikTok, EXMENPG, XMENPG. I see my videos up, go share them, check them out. Also follow me on Twitch, SnacksP, SNAXXP214. Complicated, but what username? It is, bro. I keep, I need to do something more. I'm just going to put it as my Instagram name the next Why time. Why you just don't say Snacks Fool or something? God did have. It's like it's it's three words the most, but it's like the second word always gotta be. It's like popcorn does zombie. That's only two letters. That's why I always use a da, so it's less. Well, it's like snacks two one four or something. It something is. It's it snacks be two one. I just take the p out. Just, just snacks snacks the snacks snacks the comic or some shit. We'll figure something out. Snacks stand up. But yeah, follow me on Twitch. 
yeah, appreciate y'all. All the love and support. Thanks. And it's the Trap Nurse Podcast. We are out. Peace. Yeah. Listen to the Trap Nurse Podcast every Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.